Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Grammar Girl here. A couple of weeks ago, Anne Curzan, an English professor at the University of Michigan, wrote an article about her English students this term who report using the word slash in a completely new way as a conjunction or maybe even a conjunctive adverb. Here's an example from one of Curzan's students. Finishing them right now. Slash, if I don't finish them now, they'll be done in first hour tomorrow. In that example, you could conceivably replace slash with and or but, making slash the equivalent of a conjunction. Or you could replace slash with however, making slash the equivalent of a conjunctive adverb. Finishing them right now. However, if I don't finish them now, they'll be done in first hour tomorrow. Although I hadn't heard this use before, it's not entirely new. Curzan reports that one of her students had examples from 2010, and a language log post from 2010 also discussed this new use. A comment on that post, also written in 2010, by Jeremy Merrill gives this example. Objectivity is stupid. Slash. There's no such thing. And a commenter named David provided an example in 2010 of slash being used to coordinate two clauses in Swedish. He translated it like this. Instead, concentrate on pretty jewelry. The finest pieces are, of course, the ones I've made. Slash, I've made the ugliest ones since I don't like to follow fashion too much and make odd things which only I find pretty and no one else, but please buy them anyway. Note that in all these examples, slash is written out as a word. It's not the punctuation mark. More recently, in a TED Talk that was posted online about the same time Curzon's article appeared, John McWhorter talked about using slash as a way of changing the subject. Here's his example. Sally, so I need to find people to chill with. Jake, haha, so you're going by yourself. Why? Sally, for this summer program at NYU. Jake, haha, slash, I'm watching this video with Suns players trying to shoot with one eye. Note how he used slash to completely change the subject. I've embedded John McWhorter's video on the page for this podcast at quickanddirtytips.com, and I encourage you to go watch it. The whole thing is great. He talks about slash at the 8 minute 20 second mark. So this is a really interesting development, because although English often gets new verbs and nouns, it's rare for English to get a new conjunction or a new conjunctive adverb. It seems that the exact meaning is still developing. In the examples I've seen, it can mean something like and, or however, or oh and by the way, or on another note. 
If people keep using slash and it doesn't just fade away, it'll be interesting to see whether one of these meanings wins out or whether it keeps all the different meanings. I don't want to give you the impression that slash being used this way to mean however or oh and another thing is widespread, though. I'm torn because Curzon says her students reported that it's common, but I searched a collection of more than 11,000 English text messages compiled between what looks like 2004 and 2011 by researchers at the National University of Singapore, and I didn't find a single instance of slash being used this way. I also searched Twitter going back six weeks and didn't find a single example. And after searching Facebook public messages for hours, I found only one example from a boy in the UK. It may be that it's common in a small group of students or in a small region that contains the University of Michigan, or that it's more common in places I can't search, such as in speech, private text messages, or protected Facebook and Twitter posts. At the very least, I can say that it's at least a couple of years old, and you can find examples, but they aren't widespread in publicly available sources. On Facebook and Twitter, I did find lots of posts about slash the guitarist, slashing tires, slashing government spending, slash fiction, and it's worth pointing out messages where people wrote out the word slash in phrases such as, he's a model slash actor. In some stories, this use of the word slash, which closely mirrors the use of the punctuation mark, was lumped in with the newer transitional use of slash. But the punctuation-like use has actually been around for a long time. Brett Reynolds mentioned on his blog, English Jack, that the earliest example he could find was in a Time magazine piece from 1992. It read, Meet urban planner Campbell Scott, a realist slash dreamer. And this punctuation-like use is also included in the American Heritage Dictionary. And this leads into something I've been noticing for a while. Reducing keystrokes isn't the only force behind the way texting is changing language. That may seem obvious to some of you, but a lot of ranting about how text messaging is ruining English focuses on abbreviations such as L8 for late and the letter U for the word U. And I've certainly heard arguments that people write this way because they're lazy and trying to save keystrokes. Writing out the actor slash model slash and the conjunctive use of slash are a huge affront to the idea that people who text or write social media posts are lazy. First, people are writing out S-L-A-S-H instead of using the symbol, which would only be one character. Second, people are using slash when they could use a shorter word, such as and. Or in some cases, they could even leave out any kind of word in the slash position. Take this example from one of Curzon's students. I really love that hot dog place on Liberty Street. Slash, can we go there tomorrow? It would mean the same thing without the word slash. I really love that hot dog place on Liberty Street. Can we go there tomorrow? If anything, the new slash is a sign of wordiness or chattiness, not thrift or laziness. Here's another example where thrift isn't the goal. I have two friends who write KK, two Ks, instead of just the single K that I'm familiar with as a text messaging abbreviation for the word OK. I searched Twitter and quickly found more examples of people using KK, and I did find instances of KK in the texting corpus from Singapore that I mentioned earlier. 
Both friends seemed perplexed when I asked them why they write KK. After some thought, one said it seems fun, and the other said she thought it felt less formal than okay. Friendlier. And she laughed because she realizes that okay is already pretty informal. The first example of KK I found on Twitter also seemed to be in a joking context. So my takeaway is that people use KK because it's fun and lighthearted. Then one of my KK writing friends told me that her daughter often writes BT dubs, B-T-D-U-B-S, a fun and longer way of saying B-T-W, which is an abbreviation for by the way. A Twitter search shows that BT-dubs is rampant, much more widespread than either Slash or KK. When I first heard about BT-dubs, I thought I had misunderstood. I thought people were saying it, not actually writing it. It seems like something people would say to be cute, but not something they'd actually write. But I was wrong. My guess is that people started saying it first and then writing it, much like the Slash symbol in a sentence, such as, she's a dancer slash singer, was vocalized and then started getting written out as a word the way it was being spoken. I've also heard of people saying the word hashtag, which started out as a type of tag in Twitter. For example, much as you'd write, want to get ice cream, and then add the hashtag calories. Some people are saying it like that when they talk to friends. Want to get ice cream, hashtag calories? So we're getting words that come from texting, such as hashtag and lol. And we're writing things out in text that mimic speech, such as BT-dubs and slash. English is always changing, and although you shouldn't use these kind of informal words and symbols in important documents, such as school papers or staid corporate press releases, I think it's a blast to see how words like slash emerge and change as people experiment with them. And you might still think that texting is ruining English, but I don't think you can make the argument anymore that it's just because people are lazy and trying to avoid keystrokes. I'm Mignon Fogarty, author of Grammar Girl's Quick and Dirty Tips for Better Writing. That's all. Thanks for listening. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.